Hey guys, um, glad I caught you. Um, before we start this episode, I just want to say thank you again for supporting Inside the North Side. Thank you for listening to the first episode of season four. Um, that was very crazy. <laughs> we said a lot of crazy things. Um, but yeah, I just want to catch you guys before we start the episode. Um, if you can, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Spotify. Um, Spotify will give you alerts of when new episodes um, are uploaded. Um, if you can, go on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review. I would really appreciate you. Um, if you do, if you hate the podcast, let me know. If you love the podcast, let me know. Um, but yeah, let's do this ad real quick. Talking about Anchor. And then we'll get into the episode. So... What's up, everybody? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from North Side, Houston, Texas. What's up again? What's again? What's up? What's up again? What's up every, again, everybody? Uh, it's good to be back. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode that I did with um, <coughs> my uh, my cousin Josh, his friend Juan, his wife Diane, Wendy, and Stephanie. Um. We had a good time in San Marcos, so, um, yeah, hopefully we'll go back again this year, um, or maybe they'll come over here with us, I don't know, I'm not sure, but yeah, um, I missed a lot of stuff in January that, um, we'll talk about now, because, uh, I've been wanting to talk about it, but like I said, I, um, I took a break for, um, a couple weeks, pretty much almost, almost a whole month, and, um, yeah, I just, I needed to get some stuff ready uh, for season four. As you can see, we are uh, on YouTube now. Well, I'm on YouTube now. Um, it's going to get some getting, it's going to get, it's getting used to because I don't really like looking at my, my face and my, you know, on the video, but I might get over that because I didn't like my voice, um, but now I'm used to it now, so uh, kudos, but yeah, um, my week has been pretty good. Um, I was very excited uh, Tuesday because Tuesday was the um, first emo night in person. I hadn't gone to emo night in like almost a year. I was watching virtually, but after a while, it just got annoying. And a lot of people started getting political and started saying stuff. Um, so I, I just got off of it. And then, you know, it, it just got annoying. So I had seen Emo Night since like, I don't know, maybe the summer. I'm not sure. But yeah, it was our first um, in-person Emo Night. Um, it was fun. It wasn't at Barbarella this time. They um, had it at this place called like Rise Rooftop or something like that. It's new. They just built it maybe like a year or two ago. Um, but it's pretty cool. The cool thing is that the it's a retractable roof. So... Um, they open it like every 20, 30 minutes, I think. I don't know. Something like that. But it was nice and chilly outside. So it was nice to get like the, the cool air coming in. And then they have like these huge fans that are blowing um, and stuff like that. So it, it was really nice. 
Um, but yeah, I, as you can see, my voice is a little deeper. Uh, that's because I was screaming my head off, singing, shouting. Um, my body still kind of hurts a little bit because um, I was, uh, of course, headbanging and playing air guitar and just moving around and jumping and being um, uh, exercising, I guess you can say. It's funny because after a while, I started getting like, uh, I'm like, <sighs> you know, because I was like, I hadn't done it in a long time. And it's a difference when you work, you know, you're, you're moving this and that, but like emo night, I'm very active and I'm moving around, I'm, I'm, I'm moshing and stuff like that. And it's like, damn, I hadn't done this in like a whole year, but we had a good time, um, hung out with some of Stephanie's friends and, um, yeah, I'm ready for next month's emo night. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully we have some more people uh, come uh, with us. And hopefully they don't fuck up my schedule. Because, um, so everybody knows I've been doing this food drive with the school district on Wednesdays and on Saturdays. Well, uh, we've been rotating schedules. So some of us will come in at 5.30 and some of us will come in at 9. Um, I was really banking on coming in at 9 o'clock because it was like, okay, cool. I can leave you all night like at one thirty, two o'clock, come home, sleep for like good five hours, wake up at seven, get ready, be at the at the building by like eight o'clock and or eight thirty, and then just take another nap before I got a clock in. Well that wasn't the case. They uh they told me to come in at five thirty, so I was like, crap. I'm dead. But it was fine because, you know, I had to um treat yourself, you know, treat myself because of um it's been a while. So I left the place at like 1 o'clock. I got back home like at one thirty. I was dying hungry. Because I'm so used to like going getting something to eat after that. But um, I was like, no, I'm just going to, when I wake up for breakfast, I'll, I'll go and eat. Um, I don't think I did. I don't, I'm not sure if I did. I don't remember. But I was dead. I was a zombie. I only had like three hours of sleep. Um, and then, of course... Um, we didn't really do anything, but I had, um, I was with my coworker, um, Houston, shout out to Houston. Um, they made us go pick up, um, these, um, supplies from the city of Houston, like this place, like all the way down a leaf. And it's funny because last week we did that and I swear to God, guys, I don't know where the hell we were. Um, because they gave us, like, this random direction. Like, you need to go to this building. So we go, and they're, like, continuously honk the horn until somebody opens the gate. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> that's really weird. And why did you send us all the way out here? Not even in our, like, jurisdiction. Um, but, yeah, they were giving us, like, mask and, like, hand sanitizer and stuff like that um, to distribute out on Saturdays. So, um... Yeah, we did that. I, I think I did work last Saturday. Um, I don't work this Saturday, obviously, because, um, you know, we have like a, a schedule. So, like I said, most of us will work one Saturday and then we'll, uh, we'll have next Saturday off. And then, you know, every other Saturday we're, we're working and every other Saturday we're off. Well, it wasn't the case. Um, I had worked like three straight Saturdays and... Um, yeah, I was tired. So when I found out that this week um, was my week off, I was like, oh, thank you. I needed this. They tried to get me to go in, but I was like, nah, man, I can't. Sorry. 
I, I, I can't do it. You know, I, I need the break. You know, you can only race the horse so much before he gets tired and just stands still and is like, I don't want to do it. So they understood. But, you know, next week I work. Like I told them, I'll, hey, I'll work the next three. I don't care, but just I, give me a break, you know. Um, but, yeah, it, we, it, it, it's been kind of off and on, 50-50, busy, not busy. But like I said, we don't really do much. They load the truck up for us. We go to the site. Uh, we drop off a couple pallets here and there. Uh, set up some tents, set up some tables, and then we don't do jack shit for like a couple hours. They'll call us, hey, we need a pallet of milk, or hey, we need a pallet of whatever. And um, it's like, oh, okay, so we take that off, and like we're just sitting there for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, just talking and chilling. Sometimes we'll go in the, car, the truck and just knock out and take a nap or watch something until they call us for something. So it's really easy. And like I said, we work Saturday, so it, it's overtime. And um, my checks have looked been pretty, pretty, my chips have been, my chips, my checks have been looking very good. So um, we got to save up that money for our, our trip next month. Um, we're going to New Orleans for spring break, which I'm very excited about. And uh, yeah, clap, clap, clap. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very excited to go back to New Orleans. Um, she wanted to go January, Stephanie, but, um, I was like, Hey, we're going to be going to San Marcos in January. So we're not going to be able to do it. Excuse me. And, um, so we were like, Oh, Hey, we'll just do it for spring break. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. We got a really good hotel. Excuse me. It's a little pricey. But it's right on Bourbon Street, so it's like we can go drink, party, have fun, blah blah blah, and just walk right around the corner, and boom, there's our hotel. I wanted to find something that was close because um, I don't want to drive and then be like we're drunk and stuff like that, or you know someone's drunk or whatever. So we wanted to find something super close so we could at least walk or something like that. But yeah, we're, we're excited for that. I am kind of bummed because my cousin Josh was supposed to come with us. But I knew he wasn't going to come because I can tell. I know how he is. Um, he says one thing and then once you start talking about it, he kind of like backs out and does like, eh, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, dude, if you're listening to this, you're missing out, man. I know you, Wendy, want to go snowboarding in February in Colorado or whatever, which I, I highly doubt y'all going to do. But yeah, and you're going to miss out in New Orleans. It's fun, dude. It's really fun. I know a lot of people that can back me up on that. But yeah, well, that's uh, that's what's going on. So um, yeah, so okay, let's get into uh, other stuff that's happened uh, about this week. Well, about whole January. So like I said, I was out for January. Some crazy shit has happened in January. So, uh, first things first, let's talk about, uh, the storm in the Capitol. Okay. So this is my opinion and you can take this, you can, you can keep it, you can throw it away, you can do whatever with it. But, um, from what I've seen, the videos and what I've heard, uh, the, the ex-president of the United States did not incite violence. So... 
And I really, really believe that those people that were there, I feel like a lot of them were fake. And, um, yeah, I feel like something was like, like set up because if you, I, I, like I said, I didn't really, I didn't really know about it until like later on that night because, um, the beginning of January, I uh, decided to remove all of my social media, um, news outlets and stuff like that. So like ABC 13, Fox, CNN, um, everything else for IGN and, and all these other places you wouldn't think would be political, but they are. And, uh, yeah, I got rid of them. Um, so I didn't know about Storm at the Capitol. I had heard something, but I was like, what's going on? Are they doing something here? You know? So, um, that day I had went to go help out, um, Samantha of nothing matters, um, who I no longer uh, work with anymore. So, um, yeah, our contract ended up ended. So, uh, it was a good ride. We had fun, but yeah, I went to go help Sam because she needed, um, she needed my roadcaster, um, to use because they were, we were interviewing her mother who is a financial advisor, um, certified by Dave Ramsey. And, um, which is weird. I don't know why she's like, um, this is Kathy. And she, I'm like, dude, why did you just say it's your mom? who why do you feel like you have the need to like say her name and not just say this is my mother are you like i don't know she's weird anyways um but yeah i i was on that episode so if you guys want to go check that out it's about finances um we asked some really good questions she has some really good answers to a lot of financial things um so yeah if you go to nothing matters go to the first episode of the second season uh which is happening now uh, your boy is on there talking about finances and stuff like that. I had a good time, um, talking with her mom about the finances and stuff like that. Um, like I said, very resourceful, very, a lot of good information, stuff like that. You wouldn't think, you know, cause, um, I'm not going to waste it for you guys. You go, go ahead and check it out. Nothing matters. Um, uh, their, um, second, uh, first episode, second season. Um, but yeah, then after that, like, I was like, okay guys, well, whatever you need me. So anyways, Storm in the Capitol. The, I really think that it was set up. I think a lot of those people were not conservative people. And I feel like maybe there is some people on the left. I feel like there are a lot of these uh, quote unquote actors. Um, and I say quote unquote actors because uh, even during the whole Black Lives Matter riots and um, George Floyd riots and, and whatnot, there was a lot of like weird things and and you can you can look at one of my episodes um grizzy uh was there and she was like yeah you can see like these weird props and stuff like that just like hanging around and there were people like directing people to go here and go there and stuff like that and it's like that's really weird so i really feel like somebody's paying these people to dress up and and participate in these quote-unquote peaceful protest marches and whatnot and to just fuck shit up and, and start a riot um so yeah i just want to believe i mean from the, the the information that i've gotten and the things that i've seen yeah i don't the president didn't well the ex-president didn't incite any violence um and those people i don't really think and believe that they were really conservative 
And it's weird because a lot of those people, a lot of people that were there that didn't even go in the Capitol were uh, labeled terrorist. And it's kind of like, well, that's weird. Um, because for me, it's like, okay, so you consider these people terrorist because they, what, quote unquote, some of these people stormed the Capitol, but a lot of people were just outside wanting their voices to be heard because, every, uh, you know, trying to say that the election was rigged, which it was. And, um, you know, so a lot of these people were labeled terrorists and a lot of famous people were out there. Like, uh, I didn't know Ariel Pink was out there. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh, he's canceled now, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, how are you going to cancel a guy that nobody even knew about? Because <laughs> it's like nobody knows who Ariel Pink is unless you're like super cool. Um, and um, yeah, a lot of people were just like, fuck him, and blah, 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 blah. And the guy that he was hanging out with. And um, yeah. So anyways, back to my point. Um, I've asked a couple people this and a lot of people have gotten upset. So would you, okay, so these people that stormed the Capitol, they're labeled terrorists. And a lot of those people that, what they did, yeah, that was very, that was domestic, I guess, terrorism. A lot of people that didn't incite the violence and do all that, they shouldn't be labeled as that as well. But the people that did all that and killed that lady and, and did all those things, yeah, those people were horrible people. And I don't believe that they are part of the right-wing conservative stuff. I feel like they're just actors getting paid because you don't really hear about them anymore. You know, a lot of these people are blowing up and now they're just kind of like in the wind, you know? So, um, but yeah, like I was saying, I said, all these people are labeled terrorists for what they did. But last year for like, what, April to what, like, the summer, end of the summer, um, all these people doing the whole Black Lives Matter protest were burning cities and looting and shooting and killing people and, and hurting businesses and stuff like that, they're not considered terrorists. Uh, to me, that sounds like domestic terrorism as well because it's, you know, you're hurting your own city, you're hurting your own people, you know, you're hurting your own neighbors, you know, looting these small businesses and burning down businesses and stealing cars and shooting people and stuff like that. Hey, look, but nobody on the left, nobody on the right is blameless. OK, they both had their crap. OK, that's what I'm that's what I'm going to say. None of them, you know, they're blameless. They both started shit. So. But it's funny to me because I think and I feel and I believe that those people that did all that during the whole uh, Black Lives Matter peaceful protest that burned up these cities and, and, and stuff like that, they're considered terrorists as well. And I mean, you want to call me if you want to call me whatever, that's fine. But I watched a 12, 20 minute video of people in downtown Houston fucking up cop cars uh they had crowbars they were hitting buildings they were spray painting things they were turning over cars they were hitting people um ruining businesses in downtown and they're not considered terrorists they're considered you know 
people whose voices need to be heard and stuff like that. And it's like, no, dude, it's, it, you're twisting that. You're you're just making them sound like, oh, well, this is for a good cause. But then these people are considered, you know, the enemy of this enemy of the state, enemy of the country, because what they were just standing there on the lawn while other crap was going on. No, I'm not saying that all these people in the peaceful protest, peaceful protest, were there inciting violence and stuff like that. I know a lot of people that did go because they believe in that cause. They believe that Black Lives Matter. They believe that All Lives Matters, and they want people who have been oppressed. Um, they they don't have a voice, so you know, of course, they want people to go and do that. Um, that's solely what a lot of people believe. They don't believe in anything else. Whatever the Black Lives Matter organization believes in, they were there because they feel like they want to help out. Which is, hey, that's fine. That's cool with you, you know, you know. But um, yeah, all those people that were doing those things, um, you know, those people were burning up shit, and all these other people were just standing there. So it's like, it's um, what's it? What's that word called? It's um, double standard. Yeah, it's a double standard. And I know a lot of people are going to get upset about that because, you know, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You you voted for Trump and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I did vote for Trump. So what? What are you going to do? I mean, the election was what? In November? It's all, it's gone. It's, it's done with. We now have... <sighs> we now have fucking... Uh, <laughs> Where's that? Where's that? Grandpa Sleepy Joe. Come on, man. You know, um, just uh, I, 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 I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, uh, Joe Biden is president now. I don't know, guys. I, I I know it's rigged. Okay, you might say, well, um, you know, there's factual evidence in this. Blah blah blah. blah. Come on, man. Look. I'm going to give you this example. If you hate somebody so much. So, okay, say you're working with somebody and you hate this guy. You hate his guts no matter what he says. You hate his guts. <coughs> you will, and, and you have a couple other people who are like, man, I hate him. Hey, let's try to get him fired. Let's try to get him out of here. You can't tell me that you will, you and those co, those, your coworkers will try anything and everything trying to get that man out of there because you hate him so much okay imagine that but on the larger scale and in front of the whole world i really feel like a lot of these states fuck they all were like we gotta get this dude out of here we all hate this guy and they all conspired together to rig the election come on man nobody wants fucking joe biden nobody wants joe biden that was the only dude, seriously, come on. There was other candidates who could have been way better than him. And yet, what? You got stuck with fucking old man Joe? Come on, man. Y'all better than that. Y'all smarter than that. But apparently not. So you voted for Joe Biden because you hate you hated Donald Trump so much you were just like fuck it we're just gonna vote for this retarded ass old man and um yeah and his fucking bitch <laughs> that he has as vice president vice bitch um 
So yeah, I didn't. I a lot. Of, I heard a lot of people say that the inauguration was kind of like it was really sad because nobody was there, and everybody was watching virtually. And I'm like, come on, man, that's that shit's garbage. It's it's so funny, and it's like I'm not gonna give that man a chance. Look, this is me, and this is my personal opinion. I will respect the man as the president. If the man said, "Hey, I, 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 I like your podcast. You know, I want, I want you to c- c- come up here and 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 and, and talk about," it. I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to go to the White House and talk to the president, even though I, I don't like the man. I don't believe in what he stands for. I didn't vote for him. I would still go and be like, "Okay, yes, sure, yes, sir, Mr. President. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that." I would still be respectful because um, that's the president of the United States. I'm not going to be like, fuck you, you know, blah, 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 and fuck your bitch too, and blah, 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 and kick the dog and stuff. No, I'm not going to do that. I was taught to be very respectful, and the president is like up here. So it's like, of course, I'm going to give that man the most respect I can. But uh, as you can see in today's society and in social media and just whatever, it's okay to talk shit about and, and be rude to somebody you don't like. You know, a lot of people were rude to Donald Trump. A lot of people were mean to Donald Trump because what? They hated the man. Oh, okay, whatever, whatever. Go on about your life. You know, if you didn't vote for him, whatever, move on, go do what you got to go do. But they hated this man so much. And this is what's more annoying. So I have a coworker of mine. I'm not going to name his name. Um, but this man comes in every day. Every day. Man, you know Donald Trump, this man, Trump, they're trying to get Trump. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. Nobody wants to hear that. And then he's got a little psycho uh, friend now. Replacement friend because his other friend left. Um, yeah, we got another psycho guy. I think I've talked about this guy on my podcast before. Um, and yeah, he, he, he's so dumb too. I mean, this guy thinks that he is smart and that he's woke and I'm like, no, you're just an idiot. And that's all they would talk about. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear about this crap. You know, a lot of people say you don't bring politics into the workplace because it divides a lot of people. And they, they do it. And I know, I know he why he does it. It's like, come on, man. You're, you're fucking sick. Why would you do shit like that? You know, you, you're the one that's starting the fire. And you want to watch it burn every day. So now that Joe Biden is president, they're still talking about him. And I'm like, I told one of my coworkers, I was like, you know, he's not the president anymore. He's gone. He's out of office. He, he, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't, he's not over the country anymore. So you can stop talking about him. And he's like, yeah, but you know, no, dude, no, no, no. He's not the president anymore. Get over it. But they can't get over it because they hate this man so much. They had to, they, he, he, they have his dick in their mouth. No, he has, he has their dick in their mouth. How weird you say it. Cause that's all they talk about all that. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't have a life. You don't you're like, Hey man, how was your weekend? Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did that. Blah, blah, blah. They used to talk about that. Now they don't. Now it's always about 
Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I'm like, the man's not even president anymore. The man's been out of office for like, what, two weeks, three weeks, something like that. So it's really annoying. And um, yeah, I'm over it. I'm not sour. I'm not mad because, you know, he lost. Yeah, I was like, I knew what was going on because it was clear as day what was going on during the election. I watched it with my own eyes. And I was like, really? Y'all really going to do this? And they did. And nobody stopped them because they were all in it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not sour. I'm like, hey, look, he lost. He lost. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, the whole impeachment shit, that was really a waste of time. And like I said, you hate this man so much, you were going to try to throw everything at the book. And then all the people that were supporting him turned their back on him. And I'm like... Are y'all kidding me? I was like, I'm, that karma's a bitch. Karma's going to come back on y'all asses for that shit. You know? And it was just ridiculous crap, man. I don't I don't really don't know what to say, but, you know, hey, look, the man's president now, Joe Biden. And as long as he gives me free money, <coughs> I'm good. That's all. That's all I'm saying. As long as he gives me free money, I'm good. Um, as long as he stops these people from wearing masks and shit, I'm good, which I feel like that's never going to happen because supposedly we're supposed to do like this hundred days of um, the mask order right when he got into office and he hasn't said shit about it because he's been signing all this crap to reverse shit that president Trump put in place to help the country, but he was like, well, 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 they're just throwing this in front of me, I'm just gonna resign it, I'm not gonna get too much into this crap, because it, it's crap, like I said, I, it, I have to deal with this crap on, like, other pages, like, okay, so, just a short thing before we move on, um, on Facebook, I'm in this pop punk group page, because, of course, I like pop punk music, you know, MXPX, Fall Out Boy, um, Blink-182 and all that stuff. I literally... Every post is always about... You're a Nazi and you're a fascist and you're... And blah, 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 you're racist. So, one of these times... They, they've they been getting, like, these Archie comics that have been, like, very... Um, I guess, woke. And they're like, you can't, you can't like pop punk if you're a racist or something like that. Or you can't like it if you're a Nazi. And um, I literally put this question. I was like, what makes a person a Nazi? I was like, do they even exist anymore? Like the Nazi Nazi, like the Nazi party from Germany in like 1940, 1939, 1940, you know. Do those people even exist? I was like, and I, I straight up said, I said like, I feel like these people in this group keep calling these people Nazis. And they don't even know what the word means. And I feel like it's losing its meaning because for four years, people have been calling people Nazis and uh, white supremacists and racist and all this and that. I'm like, somebody called me a white supremacist. And I'm like, you know, I'm Hispanic, right? You know, I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm a minority. How do I have a white racism? You know, white supremacy. That's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, people, these people jumped on me and they're like, oh, you blah, 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 blah. But I did have a couple of people back me up and they're like, hey man, he's just asking a question. And I'm like, look, I know 
I know what makes a person a Nazi. I know that neo-Nazis exist, but I'm like, why do you keep calling these people Nazis just because they don't agree with you? You know? And then all these people, they're just like, is being racist, uh, being racist is not pop punk. And I'm like, do you know pop punk is just a music genre that literally talks about having fun, having, doing parties, hanging out with best friends, eating pizza, talking about girls, um, breakups and blah, 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 blah. It's not a fucking, it's not punk. Punk is very political and they talk about that shit, but pop punk does not, I've never heard a pop punk man that was talking about politics. So, um, yeah. And I'm like, these people are fucking retarded and it's all these white people. And I'm like, who the fuck are you calling a white supremacist when you're the one who's white? You know, I could be one of those people. You're using your white privilege and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> but that's another time. Because, you know, I just... Enough! Silence! I can't take this shit no more. I can't. I just, I just can't take it anymore. It's really fucking annoying. All I want to do is just find out about new bands. Talk about bands I like. And just make friends. But I can't, so... <sighs> And uh, another person started another group called Pop Punk People. And this group is more like, it's like pop punk adults. Everybody's cool. Everyone's like, yeah, that's your opinion, dude. Hey, but whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's how it is. Everyone's cool. Nobody's calling each other Nazi. Nobody's doing this other crap. So it's refreshing. Uh, you're probably asking, why don't you just get rid of that page? Because they do post a lot of good music, so I'm like, eh, I might keep it. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that's one thing. Uh, okay, so let's talk a little sports. And I'm ready to talk about this, because this is something that's been on my fucking brain for like the past month or two. <laughs> so, Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans wants out. Okay, first and foremost, no, you know, why, why the fuck do you want out? Because you had one bad season. So for a lot of you that don't know what's going on, but I'm pretty sure you do know what's going on because I know a lot of people that like sports. Um, so the Texans were horrible this year as of always. And, um, yeah, they fired their coach midway through the season because they were like, zero and five. Or 0-6 or some shit like that. So they let go of their coach. Who ruined the whole fucking team. Which made me want to leave. And now I became a Philadelphia fan. There's more on that. But um, yeah. But during that during that season. During that last season. Deshaun Watson signed a four year extension. Okay. So keep that in mind. He, fought, he signed a four year extension. So the season ends right. And... Now he's like, he, this dude has the fucking audacity to tell the general manager, no, tell the owner, I'm sorry, because they don't, they don't have a general manager at this time. They told the owner, hey, I want to be a part of the committee that goes and finds a new coach and a new general manager. So I'm guessing he told him, yeah, sure, whatever, yeah, go just get out, you know. So those people were they they put up like a fucking they put up Tony Dun uh, Dungy uh, Dungy whatever his name is uh, Jimmy Johnson uh, and some other like old school you know Hall of Famer uh, coaches 
to form this committee to find the fucking Texans, a general manager and a coach. Well, they all wanted one person and the owner wanted another person who they were trying to get like a year or two ago. Um, but apparently they got like fined because it was like, Hey, you're talking to this guy and he's still employed over here. So, um, yeah, the owner was like, fuck it. I'm the one that's writing his check. So I want this guy. So Deshaun Watson gets fucking mad because, um, the owner lied to him, you know? And he was like, I want to be a part of that. Why would you have to, I don't like him. So now he's like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to answer any of your calls. So he, everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? You know, and they still haven't found a coach. Everyone else is like firing their coaches and hiring new coaches and shit like that. Except the Texans. And then the Eagles were like the last two. We'll talk more about that one. Um, but yeah, so Deshaun Watson is being a little, was being a little punk ass bitch because they had one bad season and, you know, the the owner didn't listen to me. He said I could have a seat and he didn't listen to me and didn't hire the person I wanted. First, first and foremost, dude, you're fucking quarterback, dude. You haven't taken the team to the Super Bowl. You haven't done shit. You've gone to the playoffs and lost. Granted, you're a good quarterback. I still liked him after I left. I thought Deshaun Watson was going to be here for a long time. And I'm like, hey, look, man, do your thing. You still represent Houston. Do you, you know, I know you can turn this team around. I won't be a part of the team anymore, but, you know, kudos to you and good luck. Now, this dude fucking disappointed me, man. And it's like, before I go on, it's like, dude, JJ has been a part of the Texans for 10 years. JJ was during, was, was around the team during the time they fucking sucked. Yeah, they went to the playoffs and they were AFC champs. Um, but, but still, I mean, JJ could have been like, fuck this. I can go somewhere else. I'm better than this. But he didn't because he got hurt. So he ended up staying here and he signed his own extension here as well. But you never saw JJ talking shit. You never saw anybody else talking shit because it, you did see a lot of the, the black players talking shit because you know, apparently the Texans owners are racist. They're good old boys. And um, they don't like the, the black people in the team and blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like, look, I have friends on Facebook and I have coworkers who say the same thing. And looking at this from a minority standpoint, uh, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think they're racist at all. Because if you were racist, you would try to not hire, you would not try to draft as many black people as you can. You would just be like, nope, I don't want him. I don't want him because he's black. But the Texans traded up to get your ass, bro. And, you know, nobody wanted you. Nobody wanted you. But the Texans were like, yeah, we want this guy because he's a good quarterback. And he was in college. The dude was great. You know, he was only here for like four years. And I was like, okay, yeah, this dude's good. I mean, yeah, it sucked because it's like it's rebuilding and your coach sucks and blah, 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 blah. But when you sign that extension, 
The ship was already going down, and yet you still decided to stay on. And you you pretty much went cuffs, boop, I'm here to stay. You know? But with all this shit going down, you know, Deshaun was like, well, I don't want to be here anymore. So everyone's like, okay, we're going to hire a coach. And he was like, I don't care. I'm not gonna, I don't want to still want to be here. I want to get traded. I want to get traded here. I want to get traded. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking pussy. You're a pussy. And you know, a lot of people were, a lot of people like Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Dwayne Brown, all these old, all these other players, ex players. Of course, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, hey man, do your thing, man. You know, and stuff like that. But it's like you're setting the wrong example. And it's all, they're making it a racial thing, which I believe it's even worse because it's like, dude, you're putting shit in his head. And of course, I'm talking about the other person with the fucking dumbass, the fucking left here too, the both of them. But, you know, you had these people putting things in his head and shit like that. And he was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Blah, 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 blah. You know, even the owner was like, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. Okay, can we just get this over with? Because we need you here. He's like, no, I don't want to be here anymore. And I'm like, you signed the extension, bro. You knew what was going on. You knew they had no coach. You knew they had no GM. You knew the team sucked. But you know what? That was all on you, homeboy. Because you know who went 0-5 for the first couple games? You did. You lost those games. You didn't. You you didn't win them. No, you didn't. The Texans went what, like four and twelve, I think. And it's like, bro, you lost that. You lost. It was not the team. It was you. Yeah, you 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 done a lot of uh, spectacular things in your season. That's cool. Kudos to you, bro. You know. But you still you you still lost. You're a part of the team, right? You're the leader. You still lost. So you can't be blaming anybody else. You know, and you had the support of JJ. You're like, yeah, man, we suck. We suck. We have to change things. You know, but you didn't see JJ be like, I want to get out of here. You know. (coughs) (coughs) No, I don't have COVID. Does I have a dry throat? But anyways, um, yeah, so yeah, you see JJJ had this back and JJ was the reason why Bill O'Brien got lo- um, fired. It was, they got lost. <laughs> Pretty much he did. Let him kick rocks. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, I really think it's stupid and I really think he needs to man up, stop being a pussy and just be like, Hey, look, I signed the contract. Let me just do my four years here and then, oh, hey, let me just do my two years here and then like, hey, you can trade me at the last two, you know, because it's like to me, to be honest with you, I really feel like if Deshaun gets traded to whatever team, he's not going to do good. He's just going to be a revolving quarterback on different teams because what I don't like it here. They're not treating me the way I want to be treated. All right. Adios. There you go. We can always draft the newest, fastest, uh, better quarterback, you know, 
your last year's model. You're four years ago with model. That's old. So, um, yeah. I really think he's being a bitch and a pussy. And, um, yeah. Fucking stay here, dude. You should you should just be like, okay. But it's dumb now because now he's like, I'm just going to sit out. Go ahead. You know, that makes you look bad, right? A lot of people are like, that's not going to tank his, his stock. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Because a lot of owners are going to see that. And they're going to be like, now, he might do that to us, too, if we don't give him what he wants. And it's kind of like, nah, we'll pass on you. Now, now we're going up north. With dealing with the, the Philadelphia Texans. Fuck, man. I went from one team that sucked to another team that was that won the Super Bowl, but now sucks. And is dealing with the same crap. So, Carson Wentz sucked this year. Okay? Straight. Straight facts. He sucked. They kept him in the game. He kept being the starter. So, the coach was like, hey, man, um... We're going to put in Jalen Hurts. And this dude got mad. He got mad and upset. And he was like, just. And I'm like, are you seriously, bro? Are you serious, bro? That ruins your testimony, bro. That makes people think that you're, you're, you're a pussy too. And that you're upset because someone took your job. I'm like, hey, look. Straight facts. Look, if you're doing a horrible job and your boss says, hey, man. Go ahead and clock out. You know, we're going to have somebody else um, take your place. You go home, rethink your thoughts, figure out what you need to do. And when you're ready, call us back and we'll have your position ready for you. And when other jobs are not like that. But hypothetically, we'll say that this job is like that. So pretty much, Doug Peterson was like, hey, man, you're just not doing good. We're going to have to bench you. It's nothing personal. We're just, we need to try something out and see if it'll work. Now, I feel like he really got um, jealous because of Jalen and Jalen was doing things and stuff like that. And it's like, I mean, you got to get the guy that reps. You have to be, you're the leader of the team. You should be uh, setting a better example for this man, taking him under your wing and showing him, hey, man, look, this is how you be a leader. This is how you be a good uh, role model to these people. But he didn't. He, he was acting like a bitch. And... um you know, we're, they're dealing with the same problems now. You know, I don't want to be here in Philadelphia. I want to be training. And I'm like, oh, my God, man. I'm just, we're, we're, how am I dealing with both? I'm not dealing, I'm not dealing with the Texans anymore. But I'm like, how are they dealing with both this shit going on? One in the north and one in the south. And it's like, come on, man. Carson Wentz, you're supposed to be a Christian, bro. And you really make yourself look like a, a, a pathetic pussy bitch. And that really hurts your testimony, <laughs> you know, and it's like you got mad because somebody outperformed and now you don't want to be there because it's like, oh, I mean, oh, my God, dude, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. He's still developing. He's a rookie. You know, COVID was a perfect time. Everybody sucked in our division. It was a perfect time. They're like, hey, let's, let's test him out and see what he's got, you know. And I'm like, dude, Carson wins, Jalen Hurts. That's a one-two punch. It's like, okay, if Carson goes down, we got another one behind him that'll just take his place. 
But that's not the case because Carson Wentz is acting like a bitch. And you see Jalen, he's like, um, what did I do? Did you know it's did 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 I do something? But I don't know, man. I just feel like a lot of those guys are just acting like fucking put pussies and not put the pussies, but pussies, you know. And um man, I I don't even know. It's like I feel like these players get too much power and it's kind of like, hey man, you just you play. You know? You're not the owner, you're not the coach, you're not so it's like just play the just play the game. You know the off season do what you have to do with but right now play the game. You know? It it's so stupid. It's like your team is depending on you to be a leader and your fans in the city are depending on you to win games so you can take them to the playoffs and take them back to the promised land, which is the Super Bowl. But now you chose to be a little bitch and be in your feelings, both of y'all, Deshaun and Carson. And it's just like, come on, man. And I mean, I mean, look at look look at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield went to the worst team in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns, bro. The Cleveland Browns have been shit for a very, very long time. And yet, they went to the playoffs. They got very deep in the playoffs. And I feel like they got... um, I feel like they got cheated out by their last game. um, Because it's like... I feel like they got cheated. And... um, I mean, no one's going to believe me, but... um, yeah, the Browns could have gone all the way, but they were like, nope, we're just going to hold you back again. <sighs> so, but yeah, my, my point when I was going, yeah, Baker Mayfield playing for the Cleveland Browns, who were like the the worst team, who were cursed, but he made the best out of it and was like, come on, guys, we got to do something. Granted, they did get him some nice draft picks and um, players and, and stuff like that. And he became a leader, and he put that team on and that city on his back and said, let's go and do this, man. We're going. And it was crazy that that um, he did that. Same thing with Buffalo. And, um, yeah, I don't see why Carson and, and Deshaun can't do shit like that. I'm like, that's, that's a dude right there, you know. But I digress. But let me get to this two other bitches that left uh, Houston. Sorry. Um, okay, so George Springer. And look, I love Springer. The dude was amazing. You know, Springer Dinger and everything. But I feel like George Springer was a bitch too. Because look, I understand the whole I know I know they fucked you over, okay? I know they did. They signed out Tuve long term. They signed Bregman long term. And I know you're probably sitting there and be like, motherfuckers. That should be me. You know, I'm the World Series MVP. I we, I was the one that pretty much won us Game 7. You know, I did this, I did that. And he deservingly should have gotten paid. It should have been Altuve and Springer, who got a long-term deal. And then just signed Bregman and Correa later. Um, But, yeah, I know the Astros kind of fucked him over. And, you know, last season, everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's going to leave. And I'm like, 
like, I don't want to hear this crap. But I really feel like George Bringer could have stayed, but he decided, like, no, I'm worth more than, than you can pay. And that's like, dude, just pay the fucking man. Pay the man his money. And the Astro should have, but uh, I feel like James Click isn't doing shit at all. I feel like he's just, like, ruining the whole chemistry that we built for a long time. And, um... Oh, yeah, especially, um... The MLB, you fucking suck, dude. James Maffred, you suck. Um, because we ended up firing our GM, firing our manager, got fined, was it like $5 million, lost 20, 2021 draft picks, and we had to apologize. The Boston Red Sox cheated the same way, but they didn't lose their general manager. They they lost their their manager. Um, they didn't lose any, they didn't have to pay a fine, they didn't lose any draft picks, and they didn't have to apologize either. But they just got a little slap on the wrist while we ended up getting fucking slapped in the face. And it's like everybody talked shit about us last year. Oh, they're going to get hit, and this and that. But we showed these people, we ain't no fucking pussies, man. We don't back down. You don't fuck with us. And, um, you know, from Joe Kelly, fuck Joe Kelly. And that guy from the Oakland Athletics that charged at our uh, our uh, our bench coach, fuck him too. You don't fucking mess with us, bro. We're from the south. You you mess with us, you get the horns. But um, you know, Spring, I feel like Springer could have stayed. I feel like the Astros should have paid him the money. But I mean, he could have been like, "Hey, look, guys, I want to stay here. I do." And I, that's a bullshit lie. Whenever. Uh, players say that i love this city and you got no you don't because if you do you would have stayed you would have been like okay yeah i'll stay you know but i want to get paid more now you know i want a better contract next year i just want to you know but he didn't he ended up choosing to go to fucking toronto which they're not even playing in toronto they're gonna be playing in florida so your dumbass is playing in florida and I'm like, dude, you you fucking suck, bro. You're spe- you were you you know, you're an embodied H town, Houston, you know, but you ended up being a bitch too, and a pussy, and you left. And fuck you, pretty much, fuck you. Um, you know, yeah, I'm I'm mad, and I'll probably be mad, but it's like, hey man, you won us a World Series, we're cool. But still, fuck you. <laughs> but I wish you really would have stayed. But hey, you know what? Correa wants to stay. So hopefully he does. And he's not just blowing smoke up our asses either. But you know who else said that about the city and say they love Houston and want to stay here? James fucking Harden. James Harden is fucking trash. James Harden is a horrible ass fucking player who's. That is who James Harden is. I don't even want to get into that drama because that shit was stupid. I'm just glad James Harden's gone. We got some actual players who want to play here in Houston that want the team to succeed. Then they want to get to the playoffs and they want to get to the finals because they I know they're fucking tired of seeing LeBron and all these other fuckers play. And fuck LeBron. You know, go to the finals. And, um, you know, they're like, hey, look, we got it. And they've been doing very good. 
I mean, they're not like winning 20 games in a row, but they won six games in a row and they're doing very good. They're like third in defense, I think, in the, in the league. So that's, that's really good. You know, as soon as we got, we got that dead weight off, it's like, thank God. But James Harden, you're a bitch too. You're a bitch. And, um, yeah, go suck a fat one. Same thing with Springer and same thing with Deshaun. Go suck a fat one. Um, you guys let us down when we really needed you. And yet, you know, it, but nobody in Houston is going to be like, hey, James Harden's coming back. You know? No, they're going to be like, fuck you. They're going to boo his ass out. And they should because the dude didn't do shit. The dude choked. The dude did all this shit during the regular season. But when the playoffs came, <coughs> like that. He choked. And, um, yeah, everybody's glad he's gone. And, um, yeah. And, but nobody wanted to see Springer leave because it's like, dude, the dude could have been like one of the core Astros that could have been a forever Astro. But he chose not to. He wanted to go chase the money. I mean, what are you going to go do? I mean, that's all these players do. They're just chasing the money. They're, they're not about loyalty. They're not about being somewhere long-term. Um, well, some of these people are. But it's like, are you really going to be there for 13 years? Do you know? Nobody's going to be like Jeff Bagwell, Craig B. Joe. Um, who else can I say? Um, ba- well, not Babe Ruth. He was there for long. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Uh, Joe DiMaggio. Um, you know, Hank Aaron. Oh, Hank Aaron played for the Anyways, but, um, you know, all these people that stayed with their team forever, those are OGs, you know, and I really thought that Springer was going to be one of those. I thought it was going to be Springer, Correa, Bregman, and Altuve, but he proved me wrong, and it hurts. I feel betrayed, but what am I going to do, you know? It's all the owner that didn't want to give him the money, so... And no, that's not a racial thing either. A lot of these people are saying that it's a racial thing. And no, it's not, okay? You are just being brainwashed into shit that's been put in your head for the last however long, thinking that the white man is out to get you. And that these good old boys don't want you here. And that they don't want y'all here and blah, blah, blah. No, that's full of shit. That's full of shit, man. You got to stop thinking like that. I don't think that way. And I'm a minority. You know, you really think I go places and I'm like, oh, these people don't want me. You know, they, these good old boys don't want me here. You know, they, they're trying to get me out. And I don't think that way, man. I don't. No, I've been uh, I've been a part of being uh, uh, people being racist to me. I have. But that doesn't change my mind. I'm like, they're just they're just dumb. They don't know. You know, and I don't have any hard feelings to their, towards them. I'm like, okay, look, that's what you know. You're probably raised that way. You know better, but you choose not to. And yeah, you forgive and, and you learn and you see how real people's feelings are. But I feel like other people are just like, no, they don't want us here. Blah, 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 blah. They don't want, they don't like the color of our skin, blah, blah, blah. So they're colorist and they're, you know, colorism instead of racism so because you know 
it's dumb. I'm I hate hearing that crap because I hear that all the time. And I'm not throwing shade at one of my friends on Facebook, but he constantly always says stuff like that. I mean, they were even saying that about the, the the new coach that they hired for the Texans. Is this guy even black? He don't look black. He looks white. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, why does it fucking matter what he looks like? As long as he makes he makes y'all win games, that's the fucking that's that's all that matters. But apparently not. Apparently in 2020 and 2021, if he's not black, then they don't want it. Come on, man. That's not right. And I know what I'm saying. A lot of people are going to be upset and they're probably going to turn off this 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 episode and probably say shit on my Apple podcast review. But it's the truth. And that's what I see. You know, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. But that's what I see from people. And it's like you make yourself look bad. You know, you don't see Hispanics. Well, they are kind of racist. I've seen a lot of them that are racist. But you don't see a lot of them saying they don't want us here, blah, 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 blah. Because we don't think that way. <coughs> I'm sorry. Anyways. <coughs> Damn, I need, a, I need a cough drop. Cough drop or something. Anyways. Um, still speaking of sports. We're going to talk about <clears throat> Super Bowl Sunday, um, which is actually this Sunday. So before I even start, yes, I have the Chiefs, okay? Even though I don't like the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is a Texas boy, and I got to support Texas, man. You know, I, ho- I hate fucking Tom Brady. I know they, they rigged that shit for him to be there. Come on, man. Don't be stupid. Everybody's like, man, you dumb, man. I'm like, come on, bro. First, they rigged the election. Then they rigged football. Then they rigged baseball and basketball. It's like, come on. Come on, man. Don't be stupid. We can all see it, but you choose not to because y'all blind. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, Super Bowl is going to be fun. I'm going to try to watch it. Um... With some uh, family and friends. Like I said, I got the Chiefs. I hope the Chiefs win. Uh, I hope they beat Tom Brady. And I hope Tom Brady gets his ass handed to him. Where he's like, you know what? I'm just going to retire. I'm just going to, I'm done. I'm done. You know. But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm sick and tired of Brady. The dude's in the league for like 20 years. Get the fuck off already, dude. Nobody wants you here. <laughs> You're not the GOAT. Um, but, I beg to differ. So we'll see how the Super Bowl goes. Uh, this is going to be really weird, Super Bowl. At least it's going to be better than last year's. Last year's was a snooze fest. I mean, the year before was a snooze fest, man. The Rams and the, the Patriots, boring. Boring. I mean, it's like at least make it interesting, but nobody did. But then, you know, the um, Chiefs and the 49ers was a little bit better. And now it's the Chiefs and the and the Buccaneers. So hopefully the um, Pat comes and makes it through, and he becomes a two-time Super Bowl champ. Not consi- not consecutive, but you know, uh, he's got two within like what three years. Yeah. So hopefully he gets it. Um, that's a new that's a new QB man. That's the that's going to be the face of football for a good while as long as he stays healthy. Um. 
But yeah, uh, was it? I think the Super Bowl halftime shows by the weekend, and supposedly Metallica is gonna be there. I don't know, but that's gonna be weird. <laughs> the weekend in Metallica. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I, we're just gonna have to see how it is. Um, of course, next week we're not gonna be talking about that, but uh, we're gonna talk about it as much as we can here on the show. So yeah, uh, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, I did like a little survey. Um, a couple of days ago asking people, are they going to watch the Super Bowl? And a lot of them are like, hell nah, I'm not going to watch it. But then when I asked some of the other questions, they're like, oh yeah, I'm going for so-and-so. And I'm like, but you're not watching the game. You can't say you're going for somebody, but you're, but you're not watching the game. You can't, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. You know, you have to watch the fucking game and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm going for so-and-so. But no, these people are, I understand a lot of people don't like it because they don't like the matchup. Whatever. It's still a game. It's the biggest game, you know, this year right now and this month. And everybody watches it. But of course, COVID and all that crap. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, a lot of people were like, hell nah. And then a lot, a lot of people were like, yeah. And of course, a lot of people were going for Patrick Mahomes because they all hate Tom Brady. And I asked another question. I was like, "What? Um, what do you? What is? What's more? What do you need for a Super Bowl party? What makes a Super Bowl party? The wings or like the chips and dip?" And it was like kind of fifty-fifty on that. But uh, I really personally believe it's both. Um, you gotta have some bomb-ass wings, and you gotta have some really good chips and really good dip to complement everything else that's there at the party. Because that's all they do for the commercials, anyways. Tostitos, Doritos. Lays um, and stuff like that. They always promote during Super Bowl Sunday because it's like everybody buys chips, everybody buys wings, everybody buys pizza. They make nachos, you know, hot dogs, um, burgers, and whatnot. So, um, and I asked another question. What was it? Um, it was, of course, the chips and dip. Who are you going for? Are you going to watch the game? And, uh... I don't remember the last one. But it was like, okay. Um... Some people are watching it, some people weren't. But I'm like, if you're not watching it, you can't, you can't, you can't be part of this fucking poll. Um, but yeah. Anyways, so... Alright, enough about sports. What else do we got? Oh, okay. So people are getting cancelled again. Uh, so... Let's talk about this whole cancer um, culture bullshit that's been going on um, since, what, forever? (laughs) Well, since, like, what, 2010? (sighs) So, the first thing we're going to talk about is about this pastor uh, out in California who uh, a lot of people fucking hate this guy because of his sermons and stuff like that. And a lot of people have, like, found clips and bits of his sermon and have pointed out, been like, oh, this guy is a racist, and he's homophobic, and he's sexist, and he's all this, blah, 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 blah. And I've seen some of this stuff, and I'm like, oh, brother, that's that looks bad, you know. And um, and it, you know, people were trying to get him out, run him out where he's at, where his church is, and they're like, oh, we only need ten thousand. He's like, get give me twenty. He's like, you know what? Bump it up. Give me. 50 <laughs> he's like come on do it 
And he's like egging them on, like, come on. And, you know, I, I've seen his stuff and I'm like, there's something going on. There's something there, but I don't know what's going on. It's a lot of people are canceling this guy. And yeah, he does make it look bad because of what he's saying. And then they, um, they spray painted and they bombed his, his building, his church, which that's not right, man. I understand you don't like this guy. And that's a trend. That's a trend that's been going on a lot lately. You don't like somebody. You don't like what they say. You don't like what they do. You just, you act in violence and destruction and evil. And you, you do shit to harm them. You know, like they, they literally threw a bomb and bombed the building, the church. Not horrible, bad, but it broke windows and it messed up, you know, some of their, their stuff. And they tagged the building. And I didn't get to watch his full video, but he went like a response. And he was like, hey, look, you can destroy the building all you want, but you're not going to destroy the church. Because the church is not a building. The church is the group of people in the building. And, um, I mean, he's right. And, um, yeah, they, they really hate this guy. This one podcast, um, was like, can't, can't believe this guy calls himself a pastor and, um, you know, doesn't get taxed by the state or whatever. And, and this and this and that. And I'm like, you really hate this guy. And it's like, why this man is leaving, living refrent free rent in your mind, which I mean, he should, cause he's a pastor and he's speaking the word. But it's like this podcast has a thing for him, and I'm like, it looks makes you look bad. <laughs> he was even like, I think the podcast was like, I'm gonna try to get this man. I want to get this man on my show so I could talk to him, see what he says, what he says. And I'm like, you know, he's just gonna give you the gospel, right? <laughs> but people just don't want to listen to that. And um, yeah, speaking of, of church and all that, I actually led my own little sermon this past Sunday. My cousin wanted me to give something, and I'm like, oh, crap, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. And I kind of had an idea. I was going to talk about how, uh, as Christians now, we are, uh, we're, 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 we're flimsy, we're weak, we, um, and we're, we're pussies <laughs> right now. Um, but I was like, no, I can't write that. I can't, I can't say that. I wanted to, but when I sat down to write down my stuff, I, um, I couldn't write it, so I was like, oh, man, so I, I went to sleep, and pretty much it came to me, and it was like, what are you trying to do, why are you trying to be like all these people that you know, why are you trying to emulate everybody, just be yourself, and um, yeah, I just threw everything out, and I was like, I'm just going to give my testimony, and I did kind of touch on that a little bit, what I was going to say, I literally felt like I was standing up there for like 10, 15 minutes, but it was like 30 minutes. I think it went a little bit more. And um, yeah, I mean, my cousin liked it. Everybody else liked it. I, it was like a weird. <laughs> That's weird. It was my first time doing something like that. But um, he wants me to do it again. And I'm not sure if I have. I think I have an idea what I want to talk about. But I have to like study and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, going to my cancel culture again. So Chris Pratt is getting canceled for the third time. And, um, I mean, I feel like, Silence! you know, he is like, oh, y'all gonna, y'all gonna cancel me again? I mean, damn, son. What did, what did I do this time? And, um, 
you know, so apparently, well, like a couple years ago, Ellen Page, that's her name, Ellen Page, accused Chris Pratt's and his church of being homophobic and transphobic and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, um, no, we're not like that. I'm not like that. You know, because Chris Pratt's a Christian. And um, he's like, no, my church is not like that. He's like, we're very loving and we do accept people. We just don't accept your lifestyle. You know, we accept you as a person, but hey, what you do, we, we just don't agree with that. You know, and of course, Ellen Page was, was like, whoa, 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 baffled and shit like that. And, um, you know, a lot of people booed him because of what he was saying. And I'm like, hey, man, the man is standing up for what he believes in. Kudos to him. I'm, 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 I'm proud of him. Now he's getting canceled again. So, so apparently this person who on Twitter found some deleted tweets and deleted which I don't believe because once you delete something, it's gone, right? But I don't see how you found them from like 2013 um, saying some like racist stuff and some um, xenophobic stuff and some uh, hateful stuff towards women, I guess. One of the ones was talking about the N-word. One was talking about Chinese people and another one was talking about supermodels and some shit like that. And Chris Pratt spoke up and he's like, yeah, I didn't say any of that. These tweets are fake. And and that's the last I've heard of it. So I think he's just like nipped it in the butt. And he's like, no, that's not true. Because it's like, I don't know what what is up with Twitter. I deleted my personal Twitter because it's just too much, man. Everybody there is political. Everyone's just talking crap. Everyone just thinks that they're right. And it's just all this left liberal bullshit. You know, fucking Jack Dorsey and Twitter and shit like that. It's so funny. They blo- they they blocked the president forever from having an account. Everybody blocked him. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, Snapchat, which is stupid. Uh, Twitch, um, Spotify. Why? Um, but yeah, he. Everybody blocked him, and I'm like, you guys are retarded. You know, because first of all, Twitter allows a lot of stuff on there. There's a lot of pornography. There's a lot of child pornography. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of xenophobic stuff. There's a lot of racial slurs. There's a lot of things on Twitter. But what the president is like, oh, no, we can't have him on there. So they blocked him. They canceled him out of here. Twitter's garbage, man. The only reason I still have the Twitter for my podcast is because Comic Palooza need, well, required one. So I kept it on there and, um, yeah, I barely check it. The only thing I go on there is to put it'll, everything I post on Instagram just goes too straight to the Twitter. Um, you know, I follow a couple podcasts and stuff like that. I try to keep up as much as I can, but I can't because Twitter is just too fast. Um, and yeah, I'm, it's just, it's dumb, man. Uh, like I said, that's why I got rid of Twitter. I got rid of my Snapchat. I got rid of all that media bullshit that's on Facebook. Um, Instagram, I don't really see that much stuff. I do because a lot of podcast people will post their political opinions. And let me say this before I, I, I go any further. Look, I understand that everybody has 
they believe in one thing and I believe in another. Okay, I get you, you're probably left and I'm middle right. But I will never go on my Instagram and try to convince you to believe what I am, what my party says and that we're the right and this and that. Because a lot of people who I'm friends with and people who have had on this show were promoting their left liberal bullshit on their pre, on their, their prof, professional pages. And it's like, no, guys, if you want to do that, do it on your personal page. But on your professional page, you keep it strictly professional. If it's about fashion and clothing, strictly about fashion and clothing. If it's music, strictly about music. If it's a, if it's about cars, food, um, movies, um, music, you know, uh, comic books, keep it what it is. Keep it professional. You want to talk all that bullshit on your personal page? Go ahead. Talk about Donald Trump on your personal page, but do not, do not bring that shit on your person, on your, on your professional page. Don't. It makes you look bad and you lose customers that way and you lose fans and you lose P followers that way. You know, I don't post that on my stuff. And if I ever do post stuff like that on my page, you need to call me out on it because I'm not going to try to convince you that what I believe in and, and the right conservatives and, you know, middle conservatives and libertarians and stuff like that. We're right in this and that, you know, I'm in the middle. There's stuff that a lot of the, the Democrats, they're like, okay, that makes sense. And there's a lot of stuff on the right. I lean a little more towards right. Um, but I, everybody, there's something that, you know, makes things, both things work. Like a middle party. There should be a middle party. Um, but yeah, if I, you guys that do that, you need to quit that shit. You know, and you know who you are. Keep it strictly professional, man. Talk about your, talk about your, your stuff. Your little business, your band, you know, your your keep it. That's how you keep it, man. Because you want to lose, you're gonna lose followers, you're gonna lose friends, you're gonna lose all that. And you might not, see, you might say, I don't give a fuck, you know. But it will hurt your band, and it will hurt you, hurt your group, and it will hurt your brand and stuff like that. So, anyways, um, where was I going? Yeah. So yeah, I got rid of my Twitter. I got rid of my Snapchat. I got rid of my personal uh, Instagram. Um, you know, and I just have my podcast stuff. I just got to keep it with my podcast. Even though I um, I didn't want to delete my personal Instagram, I was just like, it, it's for the best. There's a lot of distractions on there. You know, um, I wanted to get rid of my Facebook too as well, but I do keep up with a lot of people. And, um, since I did delete a lot of the media and new stuff, it, my Facebook is a lot better opposed to the pop punk now Nazi party that's on there, that group and a couple other retarded as people that think, uh, everything's racist and everybody's out to get them. Um, Facebook has been pretty decent, you know, but, um, I still have to deal with the fucking dumb sports fans too that, you know, hate the Astros because, oh, you know, they didn't do anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into that. I just finished talking about sports. So, um, 
Yeah, uh, like I said, Chris Pratt got canceled because of some stupid tweets and shit like that. That wasn't even real. And um, I'm glad he he called them out on it and said that, hey, you know, that wasn't me. I'm not I'm not that because you know, um, James Gunn got um, that same treatment, but his shit was like still there, and he actually did post that stuff. So he ended up getting fired from Disney, and then ended up going to Warner Brothers, and then. Disney hired him back because, of course, for like Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and other crap like that. So it's kind of like, eh? I mean, eh? I don't know. So, I don't know. Anyways, let's keep going. I still have some other stuff to talk about. Um, and how long have I been going for? Oh, it's like an hour and, and 20 minutes. Oh, that's kind of weird. And usually it's longer. Because since I'm doing it late at night, it's kind of like, eh. So, okay, we talked about Super Bowl Sunday. We talked about some other stuff. Uh, let's talk about some stupid shit that they're talking about now. What's up with this fucking double mask bullshit, man? I mean, literally, I'm tired of wearing one fucking mask. I do not want to be told to wear two masks. That is retarded, dude. I mean, seriously. It's retarded, and it, 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 you know, Dr. Fauci. Who the fuck is that guy? Um, apparently, the person they trust the most. Who? Yeah, I, I know, I know, Snoop. Um, you know, he was so wishy-washy saying that, oh, masks don't work. Oh, masks do work. Oh, masks don't work. And masks do work. And, you know. So that was a fucking lie. And he just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And now he's like, oh, you know, you, you can wear two masks, you know. And I'm like, please, man, stop this shit, bro. Please, man. I just, I just, I just want to, I just want to breathe again with my own fucking, you know, my own fucking air, bro. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's like, I'm tired of wearing masks. These masks are annoying. They get in my way. I can't breathe. You know, I constantly have to keep changing them. And I'm like, oh, you gotta wear it over your nose. No, I wear it down here. I don't care how, I don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> the guy, the bouncer at the, the emo night, he um, was like, hey, man, you gotta put up your nose. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And as soon as I got in, whoop. I was like, fuck that, dude. I ain't do, I ain't fuck that. I can't see. <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, I really hope that they're not telling us to wear double masks because that is the stupidest thing ever. It's like, do these people have common sense? Do they really have common sense where they're like, no, that's stupid. Why am I going to say that? Why did that even come out of my mouth? No, these people are like, no, yeah, yeah, the science is behind that. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, you guys are fucking morons, you know, and it's like, wrong, that that's Dr. Fauci. Everything he says, wrong, double mask, wrong, COVID lives on metals, wrong. We need to be in quarantine for a whole year or two. Wrong. Uh, retarded, man. These people are dumb, bro. 
sometimes I wish we can just go go back and just be like yeah, I'm not wearing a mask <laughs> look I'm not saying that COVID isn't real okay look I know a lot of people that have lost family members and lost friends who've caught it a lot of them are very blessed because they're still alive a lot of them aren't, weren't very lucky and they lost their life but it's like a lot of these people got COVID and they're like, oh, I'm so scared. Oh, I'm so scared. And then it's like, oh, that was just like the flu. I mean, you know, you have to protect yourself and you gotta, you gotta uh, uh, be healthy and take care of your body and stuff like that. You know, <clears throat> some people want to be like, I know how to kill COVID and stuff like that, you know? And it's like, okay, well, hey, look, it worked for you and I'm glad you feel better. And a lot of people are feeling better. I mean, a lot of them weren't, you know, didn't make it. But, I mean, there's people that are like 100-something years old, 90-something years old. And they're like, yeah, I beat COVID twice. How? And I'm like, whatever, man. I don't know. I really feel like they're, 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 um, they're blowing this out way out of proportion. Okay, like, it's like, okay, look, yeah, I can see maybe for a couple of months you didn't know what it was. And you didn't know the side effects. You didn't know any of that. So it's like, yeah, hey, guys, we got to wear this mask just for a little bit until we get this crap going. And then it turned into a whole year. And then now it's it's coming up into a whole year in March. And it's like, oh, my God, we've been wearing a mask for 365 days. And they want us to wear it for 100 more. No, no, please, no. I was literally just like, no, I'm not wearing this. You know, I'm tired of wearing it, man. And, of course, you have all these um, Tweedledee and Tweedledums and, like, no, no, Dr. Founder's right. You know, Joe Biden's right. You know, Kamala Harris is right. And just, I don't know, man. This shit's annoying. I'm just tired of wearing fucking masks, man. And I do not want to wear two masks. You might as well wear the whole damn box on your fucking face if that's the case, man. But... Yeah, I'm not wearing double masks. That shit is retardedly stupid. <sighs> Anyways, uh, we're going to um, talk about a couple more things. So, uh, some crap that just happened that's really going to be bothering a lot of people. I don't know if anybody really cares, but people should. So everybody knows what the Houston Livestock and Rodeo is, right? Y'all know, but it's like the biggest thing in the world. People from all around the world come and, and just check out all this cool stuff. And um, so last year it went on and then they canceled it like what, mid-March? Which was just like, it was almost over. But they canceled it. So they were like, oh, hey, we'll see you next year. So I get this fucking email. <laughs> Saying that they canceled the rodeo, which was supposed to be in May. They just canceled it this year. Uh, I'm pretty much going to just skim through it. It says the Houston Livestock Rodeo announced the cancellation of the Rodeo Houston com- competitions, concerts, entertainment, carnival, other attractions, and activities, which were recently scheduled from May 4th to the 23rd this year. Due to ongoing health situations. Come on, man. Stupid. Um, some stuff is still going to be held, but, um, they're going to have to follow local health guidelines and shit. 
Look, man. Fuck Mary Turner. Fuck Lena Hildago. Which I feel like I know her. And I met her somewhere. But I just can't pinpoint it. Anyways, fuck her. Uh, fuck Sheila Jackson Lee. Fuck that guy that looks like a wolf man. <laughs> um, who else? I don't know who else to, to say fuck you to. Um, but yeah. Um, it's stupid, man. Y'all, it, Mary Turner's so worried about fucking testing and testing and shit. And it's like, bro, you know you have a city to like take care of, right? <laughs> But like I said, since I got rid of news and all that, ABC 13, Fox, CBN, I don't see any of it. So I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on, which is awesome. I don't even watch the news. So, um, but yeah, they're canceling this shit. And I think it's really stupid. You you know, the city of Houston is going to lose millions and millions and millions of dollars. Because you know why? I don't know if you guys, like I said, know about this, but... The rodeo is the biggest thing from the end from the end of February to the like almost mid March, almost towards the end of March, and um, you know we have in February we have the trail rides come through, um, we have the the barbecue uh, tournaments and stuff like that, um, and um, and then the rodeo kicks off in March. You know we have all these major. Uh, artists come through we got the carnivals we got all this food we have all these games we have all these rides we have all these um little local ven- uh, vendors who sell like shoes and hats and buckles and stuff like that um of course uber drivers that make a killing during the fucking uh, uh fucking rodeo you know, people ride the metro rail, people park, you know, and a lot of people come a lot for just the carnival and the, the food because um, they have so much food. It's crazy. You can think of anything. Gator on a stick. You got sausages on a stick. You got anything on a stick. You got all this food, chili cheese, hot dog, chili cheese, corn dogs, whatever, you know. And then if you go to the... um not the convention center and the at the um, NRG, but it's 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 another building where they they house certain things and stuff like that. If you go in there, it's literally like all the livestock. So you see all the cows and chickens and horses and pigs and stuff like that. And you know the whole all these kids that come around from Houston and all around the country for FFA, you know they do these competitions and stuff like that. And you know all these vendors and. And small businesses come around the country just to go there so they can sell their goods. And, yeah, they're they're canceling it. You know how horrible... That's a lot of money. A lot of people's lives are going to be fucking ruined because this is what they bank on. And you're just going to take that away from them just because, oh, well, you know, uh, health situation. Shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. Like I said, I do believe COVID is real, but all this shit that they're spreading on the fucking news and the media, I don't believe it. You know, the, the hospitals are so full. Prove it. I haven't seen any hospitals full at all. You know, supposedly there's a bunch of these ice trucks that, you know, throwing in these dead bodies and stuff like that. 
first of all, that's kind of inhumane, I think. Because you're just going to throw dead bodies into a fucking truck. That's kind of disrespectful, if you ask me. Um, yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. that there's all this crap and, and, you know, I don't believe that. I was like, show me the proof. Or were they, were they show me the car facts. But, you know, they're, they're saying all this crap. I don't believe it at all. I don't. I don't. Because like I said, I've driven by hospitals. I've driven by emergency rooms. And I don't see any of them full. A lot of them are fucking empty. But they're still throwing out that bullshit. I don't know. Anyways. um, Yeah. The city of Houston is going to lose millions, if not billions of dollars. Because we we thrive on this. We thrive on the rodeo. You know, everybody from the city comes around. Everybody from around the country. Everybody around the world comes here. And they just shot themselves in the foot twice. And, um... I don't know, man. I just I think it's retarded. But who am I? You know, they're not going to listen to this podcast. So fuck them. Man, I've only been going for an hour and a half. That's so weird. Okay, so. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to talk about. Now, now I'll probably talk about um, what's to come for uh, Inside the North Side Season 4. So, like I said, this was kind of the official episode of season four, um, because last, but it's the official, but this is like the official official because I'm doing this episode myself. Next week, we um, are doing our Valentine's Day episode with Edwin and his girlfriend, Andrea, which I hope I'm not putting my foot in my mouth because I hope they do show up. Um... Yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be like a couples episode, and we're gonna talk about certain things and stuff like that. It's gonna be fun. Um, we're gonna ask questions to see if, who knows that their their girlfriend more better than whoever or whatever. So that, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. Um, the episode after that, I have a this 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 one awesome guy uh, guest. So this guy Jose Ramos, no relation. I don't think. Um, started following my page a couple months ago. So I'm like, okay, this guy's got a, a podcast called Ranting with Ramos. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I wish I would have thought of that before he did. But, um, yeah, so I listened to some of his stuff. And I'm like, I was blown away. I'm like, wow, this guy is speaking the truth, bro. Straight facts. And, um, you know, and uh, I was like, yeah, I got to get this guy on my show. You know, um, I listened to a couple of his episodes and I listened to one where he talks about music and I was like, I gotta get this guy on a show. This guy is like, he knows what he's talking about and it would be so cool to just like talk to him about what he, what he likes and this and that. I mean, pretty much he went into depth what he likes, but like, I wanted, it's, it's a different, it's a different thing when you're interviewing the person yourself and them just talking about themselves. So, uh, Jose of Ranting with Ramos is going to be on, not next week's episode, but the week after. And then the following week after that, his episode, I will be doing my to-go episode. And my to-go episode will be, uh, we'll be going to the Orange Show, which is on the south side of Houston. And um, I'm not going in the building, I'm probably just going to park right outside and just do my podcast there. (laughs) 
I was supposed to have my friend Jesus call in, but he hasn't said anything because he's been busy with his kid. So um, who knows if he show, if he'll call back or not. If not, I'm just going to do my show myself. And I will be um, filming those well as well. I'm going to try to get as many videos as I can because, like I said, I'm doing this whole thing. I'm recording videos while I'm doing the podcast and uploading those videos to YouTube, you know, and then, you know, I'm trying to, trying to get all this, trying to get all the bases. So, uh, I'm going to try to do that as much as I can next month. I don't have it planned as far as I know, but I know that we will be doing a, a, a to go episode, which will be in new Orleans. So that's going to be fun. Um, I don't know what my uh, special guest episode will be or um, my topic theme. So, uh, like I talked before last season, I'm doing things different this season, uh, season four. So, we're going to be doing at-home episodes, which is where I'm at right now. Um, we'll be doing topic episodes, theme episodes, which you will you know be talking about next week, which is Valentine's Day. And the 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 third epi- the third type of episode is going to be special guest. So instead of having a special guest every month, every day, every week, I'm sorry, um, for the episode, it'll just be once a month. And instead of finding random people, it's going to be people who are pod- podcasters, people who are local celebrities, people who are trying to make a difference in, in the Houston community. Um, and then the podcast game and whatever game that they're in, your music industry, whatever. So that's that. And then the fourth last one is to go episodes. So to go pretty much means what it says to go. The first to go episode I did last season was at Stude Park. And um, I did that with a good, uh, not a good friend, but I did it with a friend. Um, I, I don't mean like he's not a good friend, but I'm just saying I, it was my first time meeting him. And we had a good uh, good showdown. I mean, we parked in my car, and we just sat there, and we just talked. And I did the episode in my car, which was really fun and really, like, interesting because it's, like, it feels cramped. But it's, like, it's, it's an experience driving somewhere and just doing an episode there. So we'll be doing different things. We'll um, pinpointing places to do um, my episodes at because I want to do them in Houston. Of course, if I travel, we're going to do them to go episodes there. Um, one of the places that I do have an idea for, which is going to be super fun, is uh, at Cidercade. So Cidercade is this um, this brewery tap room slash arcade um, establishment opened up um, last week. And we've been hearing about it for about like a year and a half almost. And um, yeah, we, me and Stephanie went last week. And it's really fun. So what you do is you go... And there's two options. You can either pay $10, which is for that day, or you can pay $15 and that covers and you pay that 15 a month, but you can go there as many times as you want. And yeah, that's it. So you don't have to be constantly paying 10 bucks every time you go. It's like, okay, Hey, like I paid 15. I'm good to go. You know, I can just walk in with like, Hey, I'm cool. You know, which I think that's a way better deal. But once you get there, you pay whatever price you're paying, and then they're like, okay, do you want a drink? So they have their own beers there, um, Bishop um, Cider, which was pretty good. I tried the one called the Dark Side. It was really good. It was really dark. Um, 
of course it was play on for um, Star Wars pun. And Stephanie got something else. I forgot what she got, but um, uh, it was kind of good. She drank more. I only had like one. I really wanted um, Aaron and and uh, Edwin to go with me, but Edwin had to work the next day, I think. And then Aaron um, had some friends over. Uh, his girlfriend's brother and his uh, his girlfriend or fiance or wife or whatever, and um, yeah, I mean we were at Saturday Kid for like two and a half hours, um, which is really cool because, like I said, you pay ten bucks, but the games are absolutely free. You don't have to take any change. You don't have to swipe a card. The games are just automatically free. So they have like all these cool old school arcade arcade games like Donkey Kong. Uh, Miss Miss and Mr. Pac-Man Pac-Man um, all Mortal, Mortal Kombat's 1 through 4 um, they got Madden they got Batman game darts um, shoot 'em ups they have pinball machines they got the Guitar Hero games um, I think they have a crane game they have one of those big um, games that you sit in like the Walking Dead ones or the Jurassic Park ones like they used to have back in the day um, once you go down a little more, they have, um, uh, air hockey tables and then, uh, towards the back as well. They have like the little hooping things that you see at like main event where you have to shoot them uh, as many basketballs as you can to get points. Um, those are free as well. And then they have like the little, uh, rolling things where you roll them up and try to get them in the holes. I forgot what they're called. Um, and then they have like one football thing. But they don't just serve alcohol there. They also serve um, drinks there, like soda and stuff like that. And then they also have a food truck that comes out there, I think, every week or every weekend or some shit like that. And, um, yeah, it's a really awesome place. So um, when you walk in towards the right to the back, they have, like, all these tables out there. So I'm really thinking of, like, getting a bunch of people and just sitting there and just like doing a podcast at Satercade. And, um that's one of the possibilities. I don't know, maybe next month or maybe in April. I'm not sure. I have to plan out next month because this month is almost close to being over. So I got a plan for next month. Um, but yeah, to go episodes, like I said, I'll be going around Houston. I have some, I pinpointed some places where I can do some of the episodes. Might Some of them might be really uh, eye catching for you. And then you'd be like, what? He did the episode there. And of course, like I said, uh, I might do some episodes when I go out, um, out of town, stuff like that. Like I said, next month's going to be the course. We'll be in New Orleans talking about our trip and whatnot. Um, what else? Uh, like I said, a Valentine's Day episode is next week. We'll be doing it with Edwin and Andrea. That'll be fun. Like I said, um, also news update. I'm starting a new podcast. So me and Chris, who has been on the show a couple times, we are starting a new podcast calling Bullshitting with the Boys. And um, I came up with that name when we were doing the podcast with Josh and his friend Juan. I was, he was like, yeah, we're, we're talking bullshit. And I was like, bullshitting with the boys. And I was like, oh my God, that's a good episode. It's a good podcast name. So I was like, you know what? I was like, hey, Chris, you want to start? We're going to start another podcast. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'm down. And I was like, all right. So I made the email. I made the Instagram and I have to make the, um, 
the anchor page for it. So um, I can like, all right, I got it sealed down. There's one called bullshitting with the, with the, with the guys or something like that. And I was like, oh no, it's bullshitting with the boys. Uh, it's like bullshitting with the bros or something like that. I don't remember, but I'm like, mine's is bullshitting with the boys podcast. So I'm very excited about that. It's really going to be kind of the same, but it's going to be really just, we don't have anything planned. We're just going to be talking straight, you know, um, we'll talk about movies. We'll talk about sports. We'll talk about a little bit about politics. We'll talk about girls. We'll talk about, um, just all kinds of crap that we've noticed, you know, um, we are, I am looking for two more guys to be part of it. Um, I just need you guys to be available the first and the last Tuesday of the month. Um, I don't know what time, like I said, if you can't, if you don't live here in Houston or whatever, um, you can still hit me up. We can do it like through anchor or whatnot. But if you do live here in Houston or anywhere in Texas or anywhere in, you know, hit me up if you want to be a part of the bullshitting with the boys. Um, I do need to get with Chris. Um, so we can talk about our game plan and what we're going to do. Most likely we'll try to do this during the summer. Um, because like I said, when I take a break from this, it'll, I don't have some free time to do, um, that with Chris and focus on bullshitting with the boys. So I'm going to be continuously busy. Um, yeah, bullshitting with the boys will be coming out summer 2021, which I'm very excited about. Like I said, it's kind of be, it's going to be fun. A lot of people might like it. A lot of, you know, it, it, it's not going to be for everybody, but it's going to be like just guy talk, locker talk is what we say. But we're going to be respectful. So, um, damn, I just lost it. <laughs> Bullshit with the boys. Um, uh, was it? Damn. Oh, okay. So, um, if any of you are watching this, that are in the local in the Houston local area and you want to start a podcast um I am lending my services um to whoever is willing or wanting to start a podcast so I helped out nothing matters which um they don't they probably won't give me the credit but um I pretty much helped out their whole first season and their first episode of this season um I gave them their sound, um, you know, the whole wacky noises and stuff like that. I have credit, you know, if you want to see my line of work, you, of course, you can check out this app, these podcasts and you can check out their podcast. There's a select couple episodes. Um, in that, um, dang, I thought it was almost three <laughs> that you can be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he, it's a really perfect sound, clear crystal. Um, I got noise pads. I got all these noises and stuff like that. So if you want like wacky noises and shit like that, uh, I got to just let me know and I can put them in and we can find like a theme song for you guys. Whoever wants to start, you know, their show. I sit down with them. I figured I'm like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is the schedule. This and this and this and that. I provide, of course, the machine. I provide the microphones, the wires, the headphone cables, um, and I also, um, editing and uploading is extra. So I do, I do everything. Like I said, um, 
I do will I will charge for like traveling if it's too far I'm gonna travel I'm gonna charge a little bit but very reasonable you know a lot of people don't want to spend money on equipment because equipment I'm telling you guys is expensive the roadcaster is like six hundred dollars and it doesn't come with microphones it doesn't come with cables it's just the machine six hundred dollars by itself these microphones these audio technas hundred dollars a piece I was lucky that I did buy one for like seventy dollars and another one for like eighty. So but these originally go for a hundred bucks. These cables aren't cheap. The cables cost about twenty five to thirty to forty bucks. Sometimes fifty. Um, unless you get them in a pack, then they might be a little bit cheaper. But cables are expensive. Headphones are expensive. You know, I luckily got a good deal on Amazon for two of them. But the ones that I have on myself, um, these are Audio Techno as well, and they're like eighty bucks, ninety bucks um, retail price. I think no, like hundred bucks retail price. But I got these for like seventy-five, I think, from some person who was selling them. So you know, the equipment is expensive. You know, and I know nobody wants to spend that money. I've literally, I've spent literally like almost twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. Because, of course, this thing is $600. I bought three microphones. That's what... Uh, that's almost like, what, $300? Um, so that's $900 there. I bought the cables that were like 60 bucks. Well, I bought more cables. I bought one, two, three, four, five. That that's probably was like 150 bucks right there. So that's what... Almost like 1500 I guess you can say. And then my old um, focus right was like two something, almost three hundred. So it's like thirteen hundred dollars right there. Um, so I've spent money on this equipment, and I paid it off. I'm almost done paying this thing off. But like I said before, nobody wants to spend thirteen hundred dollars on equipment if they're not going to be serious about it. That's what I told Samantha. That's what I tell everybody. If you're going to be serious about this, you have to be dedicated. You have to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. You know, um, you can either hire me long term or you can hire me just for like one season just to see if you like it. And if you want to sign another deal, we can. Like I said, I charge very decently. I'm not going to charge you up the butt three, four, five, six hundred dollars. You know, it's going to be very decent. I'm not going to like try to like rip you off or anything like that. I'm just trying to get for the experience and then trying to make some money on the side, you know? Um, but yeah, if, if you want to start a podcast, let me know. Like I said, um, nobody wants to spend money on the equipment. Nobody wants to spend money on studio time. Studio time is expensive. Trust me. When I was in a bands, when I was in bands and stuff like that, and we booked studio time, it was expensive. an hour and then you're not there just for one hour you're there for like three four hours recording and going back and re-recording episodes it's stuff it's expensive so um like I said nobody wants to spend money on the equipment nobody wants to spend money on studio time so why not go with somebody local that has everything and is not going to charge you up the ass for it so if you're interested in being a part of the Inside the North Side production, um, hit me up. Let me know. We can work something out. 
um, for everybody that's listening out there, uh, I appreciate you guys supporting the show. Everybody from Texas, everybody from Oregon, everybody from California and Washington and Ohio and all around the country. Thank you guys for listening. The little people that do listen in this podcast, I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me that my voice is being heard all around the country and even people all around the world. You know, I have some people in Ireland that listen to the show. I have some other people in the UK. I have some people in Germany. Um, Morocco, I think it's Morocco or somewhere like that. But you're, you guys are listening. I really appreciate you listening to my podcast. It means a lot. Um, you know, you make it easier and fun to be like, hey, people are going to listen to my show. People are going to laugh at my stuff. People are going to... Um, see like hey you know people from other countries are gonna be like hey he's american you know he's nothing like they say he is like they are oh no he is you know but like again i appreciate you guys were supporting this podcast it means a lot you know season four um it gets harder sometimes because sometimes i don't have the support sometimes i um the people who i think should support me don't support me and, um, and like I said, it gets hard and it, it hurts, but, um, life finds a way God always provides and, um, I always find something bigger and better. So like I said, I really appreciate, um, the support and, um, don't stop supporting, you know, uh, once this show takes off even more, it, it's going to be fun. I'm telling you. Um, I would like to make this like a, a full-time, not a full-time, a full-time part-time job, you know. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, I have influenced other people to start podcasts with my podcast. Um, Samantha with Nothing Matters. Um, Sandra with Be Authentic. You know, my cousin Josh wants to start his own podcast called The River Rats Podcast. Hopefully he starts that. Josh, if you're listening to this. Stop fucking around and just start the damn thing already. Because if you don't, I know you, you're not going to want to start it. So, you know, podcasts are very influential. Podcasts are very informational. They're educational as well. well educational, informational, same shit. But people listen to podcasts. Podcasts is the new thing now. And I'm glad that I got my foot in when I could and that I am... um rolling with the with the changes you know um upgrading my equipment um starting video podcast you know video live video and putting it on youtube um whatever they're throwing at i'm gonna try to at least uh have my foot in it so if i have to go holographic uh, i will i'll try you know you know like i said i'm recording this on my tablet that i bought it's not a camera it's not a, a, a galaxy s21 or anything like that it's like that um but it, it's something and i'm trying to find my rhythm where i can get you know for this video stuff so um yeah i i like i said this is this is season four i'm ready for whatever it throws my way um like i said every couple of weeks i have to i'm gonna have to find a new guest um, for the guest episode, which is really fun because last season the whole problem was, um, you would bo- I would book a guest and then they would like forget. They're like, oh, I didn't know, I forgot. 
And I was like, come on, man. Put, put, do I have to like send you like a schedule reminder or something like that? Because I will. But um, yeah, this it's a little bit easier this time. Most of the times when I do topic episodes, they won't be special guests. They'll just be friends that are coming in that um, that um, at least have some kind of um, agreeance with the topic. So I'm not going to give too much away some of my topics, but uh, one of them I want to do a male body positivity episode because I feel like there's not really a lot of male body positivity, especially for bigger guys. Um, I'm totally going to probably do a, a back to back to high school episode. I probably will try to do a dating episode as well. Again, that really got a lot of good um, feedback. Um, I have some other ideas for a lot of shows. I don't know if they'll be different because they might change, but we'll see. Like I said, season four is going to be fun. It's going to have to roll with all these new changes and stuff like that. And I will always be myself around you guys. I will not change. I will not do anything different. I will stay the same. And I hope that you stay the same with me. Uh, Okay, so before we go, uh, I will start, um, I guess, promoting everything else. Like I said, if you have trouble finding the podcast, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find me on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review about the podcast. If it's your first time, if it's your fifth hundred time listening to the episode or whatever episode, um, please leave a review. It means a lot to me. I've had a couple of reviews already. And um, yeah, it's good to know where I stand right now, where the podcast is. It's like, hey, is it doing good for you? Is it, Do you like it? Do you not? Because I know a lot of people that follow me don't listen to podcasts, but if I can get one episode to change that around it don't mean a lot um follow us on instagram at inside the north side podcast um where you will find all the updates and um the uh giveaways as well i know i don't really do as much on my facebook page but um yeah if you follow us on instagram You'll see a lot more. I'm more on Instagram more than I am on Facebook. Everything I do, it just, whatever I download, it goes straight to Facebook. I try to upload the questions for giveaways and stuff like that and updates on Facebook. And then I put them on my personal page. But if you want to follow the Facebook page because you don't have an Instagram, you can find it at Inside the North Side Podcast. If you have trouble finding it, just DM me um, and I'll send you to it. But if you want to find it, yourself you can go to my link tree which is www.linktr.ee slash capital all capital i-t-n-s those are the links to facebook instagram twitter and whatnot Uh, i also have the links to my paypal my venmo my cash app if you guys want to donate to the podcast you can um if you want to buy some stickers, I still have some stickers left. I am going to be making new stickers. I just haven't 
I've been lazy about it. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I've just been like, oh, I don't want to make them right now uh, because I'm trying to save my money and crush for New Orleans. But I will be making new stickers. Um, hopefully, I can try to work with some artists that can maybe make me a new design for something. We'll see. Um, but as for now, I'm still going to have the NASA one. I'm still going to have um, the H-Town Northside Star and then, of course, the Inside, the Lo- uh, inside Logo um, for now. So if you, like I said, if you want a sticker, um, let me know. I only have a few more left until I make or order more, um, t-shirts will be on the way soon. I just have to wait till after probably March when I have, um, when I finish my trip to New Orleans, um, I'm not, I have, I'm going to be making buttons as well. Um, so if you want a button too, there'll be that. So t-shirts, buttons, and stickers as well. I don't want to do koozies. I don't want to make hats. Um, I might make koozies. I don't know. Maybe it'll be probably better to make koozies. So I might make koozies. Um, but yeah, uh, I have a lot of great ideas for this episode, for this podcast. Again, like I always say, um, you know, I just want to be better. I just want my thing. I want people to support me. I want, you know, Another thing too, um, if you want support for your, for your thing, you have to support other people as well. You know, um, I do support a lot of podcasts. Hey man, check them out. Hey, you know, go listen to their stuff and I'll share it. But when it comes time for me, they don't ever do the same for me. You know, um, they don't participate in anything. They don't. Uh, repost anything they're just kind of to themselves and it's like hey man if you want me to support you you gotta support me and it's with everybody especially local hey man you want to support local scene you get you know that if you if you want them to support you you gotta support them you know i support camera cult i support uh, support miha culture uh i support grizzy's hood news um and, you know and all these other bands and people that i've had on my show i support them and I, I get that back. You know, they support me and they like my stuff. So if you if you want something, you got to give it back as well, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the podcast. Um, it's been a really good, um, I guess, first, first episode for this season. I'm sorry, guys, about my voice and coughing. Um, I should be better next episode. Hopefully, you know, I got to get like cough drop or cough medicine or whatever, you know, I don't have COVID. I'm telling you guys, I don't have COVID. So yeah, um, this has been episode two. Yeah. Yeah, What it do. Sorry. That's the wrong button. Um, but yeah, this is, this has been inside the North side guys. I appreciate you being part of the episode. Um, I will see you guys again next week for the Valentine's Day episode. So as I always close out, God bless, peace, and stay safe.